Hi, and welcome to UFO Party, an X-Files podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are talking about Season 8, Episode 6, which is Red Rum. Yeah, this one was... Wild? Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) I thought it was really pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. It's very Groundhog Day-esque, obviously. Mm -hmm. But... Like in reverse. Yes, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you have anything to share before we get into the the plot? I am I supposed to? I don't know. We did not win horror trivia. <laughs> no, we did not. Um. I keep telling no. everyone how absolutely like fucking wrecked we got. And it was really hard. It was really hard. Yeah. I honestly, like, (laughs) every single one of us individually has, like, more horror knowledge than the average person. And then combined, you would think that we would do really well. There was some deep cuts there. Like, that was insane. Yeah. And starting from, like, the, what, 60s? Yep. 60s, 70s, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's obviously the couple that, like, came through and are still popular, but, like, I haven't seen every movie from the 60s and 70s, you know? Like. Yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be, like, super fucking niche. Because that's yeah. what comes to my mind when anything is, like, horror-themed and there's, like, knowledge behind it. And mm-hmm. that is just not my wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, it was hard. Yeah, unless it's A24, I don't retain that much information. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's trivia in general. Like, I'm like, I don't remember. But most of, usually at least I'm like, oh, damn, like, I know this on the top of my tongue. But like, no. Like, I was like, I don't know that movie, that actor, nothing. Like, what is happening here? So um, it was really hard. But that's okay. Well, because, like, you like a lot of the B-level horror movies. Yeah, that's my shit. I don't watch any of that, and I at least thought we would have that covered, like, you would have that covered. There were literally things I never even fucking heard of. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, where would you even go about watching this? Like, I don't understand, but that's okay. We're going to study for next time, and it'll be great. Yeah. (laughs) We just need to find an X-Files trivia. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do theme trivia so <laughs> How badly. embarrassing it. Remember when we did that, um, like, online quiz for yeah. X-Files and we, like, got, like, a five? Yeah. And I was like, it was what like, do you mean? I think we would do better now because we're in season eight. Yeah, that's fair. That was, like, in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, oh. But. Hello. Oh. Hello. <laughs> I, I need to be laying down. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. Um, Erin is very tired and same, so we'll get this. Yeah. I do want to say Danny Tre- Trejo is in this. Who's and that? Not, uh, the, the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The uncle from Spy Kids. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I love him. Me too. What is the movie that he's, like, <laughs> known for that's not Spy Kids? I think Lady Gaga was in one. Uh, machete. 
machete oh, sorry yeah 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 but okay yeah let's let's get into but i feel like okay i feel like he is oh. one of those people that was always famous right like just I like because the reason i feel like he was on spy kids was because he was already like it was like funny that he was on there because yeah. he was already so famous yeah no um, i agree but yeah so basically we start out um with Martin Wells, who is a prosecutor in Baltimore. Um, he wakes up in a prison cell and he is he has like a gash on his cheek. Um, and he has no recollection of like why he's there, or what's going on, anything like that. However, Doggett is there with Scully, and Doggett and him are friends. So um, I think they used to work together. Right, because I think he, what they say, that he, he's in, like, the law circle, I think. He's a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. And since Doggett was a cop, I'm guessing they at least, like, were in similar circles. And, like, sure. probably worked on, not worked, but were, like, part of the same cases? Trials is what I meant to say. Um... But yeah, him and Scully are in charge of transporting him to the court safely. Yeah. Um, which. Or was it just to a different prison? Or we don't really find I think out. Because I think he happens was. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know. No, they, it just says taking him for his transfer. So that's what we get. They're, they're like, they're like, you're being transferred. So I think he's just going to a different place yeah because i mean should we just say the whole like shtick now yeah because he keeps repeating the days but it it'll be the day before the day that he just had so he already has knowledge of things that happened but he's getting like turned around and stuff so i think we learned that he is getting transferred to a prison so he feels safer. Because also he's a prosecutor in jail. That's probably going to be around people that he's, like, put in jail. Mm-hmm. Let alone other shit that's going on X-File-wise. Right. So. Huh? Keep, we'll c- so try then, to keep it straight. <laughs> <laughs> so then he, like, walks out there. At first there's, like, there's question about whether they should even transfer him right now because there's such a mob of reporters and stuff like that. So, but they're like, we can't wait any longer. Like we have to do it. So he goes out and then he. Sorry. <laughs> oh no. Julia made me yawn. Um, he sees this man who he recognizes as. Wells, law, right? Uh, oh wait, no, he's Wells. Um, I think it's his father-in-law. Really? Yes, I'm. Almost oh, positive. because. Okay. He, I don't know. He recognizes the guy. Um, it and is then... his father-in-law. Okay. Yeah, there's like a little captain. The guy sh- the ends picture. up shooting him, and he's staring at. Scully's watch as he dies and the hand starts to move backwards and then when he wakes up there's no bullet wounds on his body he's fine he's alive um and 
he basically starts to live the day again. So, um, Scully and Doggett arrive to interrogate him. Um, but he's like, what are you talking about? Because, um, he, because this is the day before last, right? Yeah. Or is it the day after? It's the day before. Okay. Because I think this is supposed to be his first time not meeting Doggett, but like being interrogated by Doggett and Scully. And he, they're like going so hard on him and basically like introducing themselves at the same time. And he's like, yeah, we've already done this. So him, so Doggett and Scully are like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, what day is it? And they say Thursday. So we have to take note of that. But Dog is just going so fucking hard on him because his his wife's dead. That's the case that he's been arrested for. Um, And Dog is like, you're not going to do whatever insanity situation this is because, like, we have proof that you did it. So settle down <laughs> and then he shows him the key card right he's like mm-hmm. i have this proof that you were there and that because um wells was supposed to be traveling when this happened so yes. it should be assumed that he couldn't have done it but they ended up finding a key card that belonged to him that somehow tied him um to the murder And he, like, apparently had just enough time to drive back from, I think he was in Chicago. Or wait. I think he was just in Maryland? It was between Maryland and D.C. Right? Well, he's from Baltimore. Okay, maybe. So I think he was in Chicago. um, And he would have had enough time to return to Chicago, I guess. Like, check into his hotel, return to Chicago, and then come back. So, that's what they think happens. Um, And Doggett ends up, like, realizing, though, at some point that he is not faking what's going on. He's genuinely um, really heartbroken over his wife's death, and he's genuinely really fucking confused about what is going on. So, Doggett is like, Okay, like, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm willing to at least hear you out. But you gotta give me something, because this isn't gonna work in court, you know? When he ends up going into court, that's when he realizes that it was um, his father-in-law who shot him is there. His name's Al, and we, we like, see who he is. Um, so he's like, realizes that that none of this has happened yet um and so he recognizes his father-in-law and then he kind of starts to piece together what the like mission of this all is that he has to go back in time in order to prevent his wife from dying um and prevent her from being shot so yeah because there's he makes a scene in the courtroom because his bail got denied and like him and the judge 
know each other. They're on first name basis. They're colleagues. But his bail gets denied, but they approve his transfer. And he's like, no, please don't. Like, someone's going to shoot me. So they're all like, the fuck? Like, stop being crazy. Like, no, no one's going to fucking shoot you. Like, this is why we have FBI agents that are going to help guard you and transfer you. And he's like, not fucking having it. Yeah. But then he has another... He has another meeting. meeting with Scully and Doggett because they're like, all right, you're going to have to fill us in if you want our help kind of thing. Yeah. But um, he also, like, can't remember the last few days at all. Yeah. He just remembers, which, like, the day that he had yesterday. Right. Which is the day tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this is going to be tough on my brain. So then Scully starts to kind of be like, well, if you don't remember, you can't really be sure that you didn't do it. Um, And then, thankfully, he starts having flashbacks about the murder. But they're very unclear and, like, really cryptic. And then later on, they're watching the nanny cam, I think. Yeah, because I think he, he remembers that the nanny cam would have seen what happened. So he asked for them to bring it in, right? Yeah. Um, And it shows that he was the only person to arrive between the the police arriving and um, his wife being on the camera. Yeah. So he's like, I mean, that looks really bad for him, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Well, because the whole time, like, he's with his attorney, and the whole time he's like, you have to, like, put this into evidence. And she's like, I don't understand, like, that's you. (laughs) And you want us to still put it into evidence? And he's like, well, yeah. (laughs) And there's just, like, something not clicking between the two of them and us as a viewer, basically. Yeah, because he... Well, because he already knows something, so he already knows that he should give them the um, the nanny cam. And he's, like, living this whole week backwards, so he's going to continue to go backwards until he can prevent the murder. But giving them the nanny cam could help them. I Like, I don't know, <laughs> does it stick when he goes further back? Like, I don't really get it, but... Yeah, um, I don't either, honestly. <laughs> And Either I watched way. this like <laughs> six hours ago already. <laughs> Wells is in prison. He's still in his prison. He's playing a game um, and ends up getting slashed by this guy with a spiderweb tattoo on his hand. Um, who's like kind of like a scary gang dude, um, honestly. But <laughs> if that's not his credit name. I don't think he deserves one he's pretty scary and it's not it's not danny trejo right it's someone else no it's someone else okay (laughs) i think so he explains what's going on to doggett and scully and doggett is like "Mm, i don't really believe you but scully kind of does um or is at least like willing to hear him out and wells is like there has to be a reason this is happening and like i need to I need to go back further and try to solve this. 
he ends up having another flashback about the murder and that little glimpse shows a knife which was the murder weapon in the hand of the guy with the spiderweb tattoo so now he knows who did it and he still doesn't know who this person is like he still doesn't really know why he even slashed him on the cheek so um you know he's not really any less confused but he at least like knows where to start he ends up waking up in Doggett's house right yes um and he ends up telling Doggett like what he saw in his dream and that he thinks he knows who it who it is however the guy doesn't get locked up until Wednesday so he because now it's Tuesday (laughs) yeah so he has to kind of wait because it's been it hasn't happened yet um they retrieve the nanny cam, but someone has, like, disabled it and has messed with it, mm-hmm. even though apparently no one was supposed to know about this, except for them and the nanny, obviously. So, um, yeah, because it's just like a different time of day, right? Yeah. Than when even his attorney watched it with him. Or just, like, different time of day than, like, what her time of death was. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. But, yeah, Yeah. something has been, like, messed with and it doesn't seem, um, seems like someone basically hacked it. Yeah. So, they go to talk to the nanny because they're like, we need to figure out what's going on. And, again, like, the only other person that would have known about this is our nanny. So they go over to the nanny's house um, where they start talking to her and she's acting like really weird. And it's because the man that killed his wife, um, Caesar Ocampo, is actually like there behind the door and the poor house, the poor nanny is like, she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, he threatened to kill my family. Um, and so he knew that they would be coming for him, basically. Yeah. Um, and Caesar Ocampo is Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> just so you have a, a picture, if you haven't watched the episode yet, which you should just watch the episode and then come here. But, um, we don't make rules. Doggett, well, they they go to question him, obviously, and then they're like, they tell Wells that Ocampo will only talk to to Wells. Um, He won't talk to anyone else. And basically, when he gets in front of Wells, he's like, do you know who I am? He's like, I have literally no idea who the fuck you are. Um, So, no. But Ocampo is like, I fucking hate you because you sentenced my brother um, to time in prison for a false conviction. And, um, he basically was like, that's why I'm doing all of this, which is crazy. Um, but he's like that he ended up getting more because, is this the same guy, right? Hector ended up getting more time in prison because Wells, um, said that he had a concealed carry on him, but it was like 
a wrench and he was saying that he was going to his baby dad baby mama's to like fix something yeah and then ended up getting caught with like a weapon so it was either a wrench um, or like a a pipe a tire iron or something like i don't know like something that like he probably was going to use his weapon but now he's saying like i was just gonna fix my tire you know yeah because he he was sent to life to right. prison for life so which is already a lot but yeah adding that on top of it doesn't make caesar very happy <laughs> yeah i mean i think that <laughs> um i'm i'm pretty sure that like wells had a part in it and also he thinks that he has the power to reverse it so it's kind of like that's why he's essentially blackmailing him yeah um and he ends up bargaining with Caesar Ocampo, saying that if he confesses to Vicky's murder, he will take a look at his brother's case. Um, and he's like, it doesn't fucking matter because my brother actually hung himself in jail a couple weeks ago. So you're too late. And Doggett ends up calling Wells back out to the hallway to talk to him. Um and the police arrest Martin uh, Wells. <laughs> I don't know why they switch between Martin and Wells so often, but it really confuses me. Yeah. Probably because I'm brain dead. It's um, okay. <laughs> but they are like, they have evidence. And so they're um, arresting him instead of Ocampo. And um, yeah, because they definitely don't have enough evidence against ocampo to claim that it was yeah it's all which which is yeah i mean i feel like if they had kept him talking though they could have gotten that info because like he was kind of an open book you know yeah um but that's okay because wells wakes up uh the night before in a hotel room so it is now before his wife's murder Mm -hmm. um and he it's about two hours before the wife before his wife is murdered. Um and he tries calling her but instead visits Doggett and basically just like tells Doggett everything, tells him about the nanny cam, tells him about um Hector's brother being out for revenge. And at first Doggett is like, dude, you're like I haven't seen you in like three years. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, he's like, no, I saw you yesterday, which is tomorrow. So boom. (laughs) Yeah. And eventually he gives Doggett enough that Doggett believes him at least, at least enough for Doggett to actually like contact the police and get, um, someone to hopefully check on Wells' wife so that she is safe. Um, and meanwhile, he rushes home to try to beat whoever's coming to get her yeah because they wait i spaced out i'm sorry did you say that they left because they fucking left the police left oh yeah did you say that i I did not say that okay no yeah because doggett is like here i'll help you feel better cops will check it out and then they're like "Mm, nothing's been happening so we'll just like leave because this is bullshit yeah which sounds very better things to do like eat um, donuts. 
So he makes it home. His wife is still alive, thankfully. And um, shortly after he arrives, they hear someone at the door. So he, like, tells his wife to go hide in the bedroom. And he is out there. Um, but he misses the person. They, like, sneak in and he didn't see them. So um, all of a sudden... Wells gets attacked, um, and then Vicky comes out, but she is also attacked and thrown through the coffee table, and then Ocampo almost slits her throat, but, um, thankfully Doggett and Scully arrive, and Doggett, uh, shoots him. And then Wells notices that Scully's watch is moving forward again. So it's all, all better. And then Wells ultimately does go to prison for his evidence suppression, but he's fine with that because his wife is alive and he feels like he deserves that, yeah. which is kind of crazy, but whatever. Why did he I suppress mean, the evidence, though? Um, I like, Why did he do that? He seems... I don't know. Hold on. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe to, like, not get the nanny involved? Even though none of that happened? I don't know. Because I'm trying to think, but I'm like, these things technically haven't happened yet. <laughs> but they would yeah. have happened, because he would have gotten the key card from the nanny still, right? To even get into, like, their building? I guess, but, okay, if his wife was never murdered, then there should have been no case. So, what did he get arrested for suppressing? Do you think it has Unless to do with... Unless he suppressed evidence the for the... case? Yeah, Hector. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, Maybe. that's it. It's um, confusing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. This was um, very interesting. Very um, Twilight Zone-esque is what they describe it as. Um I just have to say the first bullet point in the background information on the X-Files wiki is the title Red Rum is actually murder spelled backwards. Like, you didn't <laughs> fucking Thank know you. That. He goes, Joe's, Joe Morton's character travels backwards in time, and that's why it's called that. And I'm like, Oh my god. Sure. You know who taught us that? Fucking Stephen King in The Shining. We know One Red time, Rum spells X-Files <laughs> writer. Um... <laughs> Christ. <laughs> okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just like, who is Maida? So okay, at. wait. Okay. Stephen Maida is a producer and screenwriter, has written episodes of Harsh Realm, X Files, CSI Miami, Lost, and Daybreak. Oh. Um, and he wrote this, and he says that he used the spider web tattoo to symbolize Martin Wells' confusion at being trapped in the situation that he's in. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Wells is named after uh, 19th century author H.G. Wells. Um, I thought you were going to say cool. Orson Wells. I know. Nope. <laughs> um Wells is played by Joe Morton, who previously had played in Terminator 2, which we know Robert Patrick also was in Terminator, right? Yes. 
That's why he was popular. Um, yeah. But they, oh, it says that we're, we never worked together in Terminator 2, but we're in that movie together. Okay. <laughs> A weird way. Okay. They're acquaintances um, by title, I guess. He was also in a movie called The Brother from Another Planet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I will say the only, like, it's more of a goof instead of, like, a fun fact, but Scully's pregnancy. She should be in her seventh month. (gasps) And she's (laughs) definitely not. It says since Scully learned about her pregnancy in May, she should at least be on her seventh month in December. However, she's not to be, and no one else besides Skinner knows about her pregnancy yet. Unless the time placement for the episode being in November is the goof, as opposed to, like, she's not yet seven months being the goof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they need more people double-checking things. (laughs) It is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> their Reddit like questions are really funny. Oh God! People are like, "Wait, was like, was she supposed to be pregnant for an entire year? Like, what is going on?" Yeah, one of the facts that I did see was that even though this is the sixth episode, it was the third one written. So, like, maybe that has something to do with it, but I don't know because it's not. I mean, maybe it is like a month going by. Per episode, but I don't think so. Yeah. Like, when the f- when the fuck does she even give birth? Apparently, a year later. The miracle twelve month baby. Did they really? This is what happens when men are in charge of writing. They're like, how long are those people pregnant for? Two years? I don't know. Then they become completely useless, right? Yeah. It's like those TikToks of people asking guys about periods. And, like, how they work and shit, and they just have no fucking idea. And it's so bad. I'm like, have you guys never, like, lived with a fucking woman, ever? And not, like, talked about this? Fucking weirdos. (laughs) I think, like, okay, this is, like, a good question. Someone was like, does Scully, like, still have cancer? Or, like... Is it in remission or like they like talk about it sometimes in like present tense, but then other times they're like that basically never happened. Um, We just move on from it. Um, So very interesting. Should we move on to next week or do you have anything else? No, (laughs) let's move on to next week. Season eight, episode seven, Via Negativa. While Scully... That sounds like a strain of weed. Yeah. (laughs) While Scully tends to her secret, Doggett and Skinner team up to find and somehow stop a cult leader who can kill people in their dreams. Oh, I do remember this. I do, too. I'm excited. Excited. All right. I love a Skinner episode. Your girl's Mm going to be so happy. (laughs) I just love a cult episode, so... Well, then we'll both be happy. Yay. Okay. All right. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. At, wow. Voice crack. Instagram at UFO Party Pod. And you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And buy us merch. Nope. Buy merch for you and give us money. Um, 
and share us with your X-File friends. But otherwise, we'll see you next week. Stay safe. Stay spooky. Bye. Goodbye.